Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've talked recently about auto theft. The question is, if you steal a car today and you don't have the title for it, what do you do with it? And the second question is, with all the modern technology, how do you steal a car today? Well, we've heard, of course, about Hyundai and Kias and so on, but we're talking about American cars here, the American cars. And I've spoken before about this, about how once in a while you hear about cars being stolen off of uh, storage lots in southeastern Michigan because the big three car companies, Ford, GM, and Chrysler, as we used to call them, uh, still have facilities here in southeastern Michigan where they assemble cars. Then they park the cars in storage lots and leave them there. And occasionally, people figure out that, hey, those keys to those cars are often inside the cars. So that if you get to them, you might be able to steal one. So what happens then is people get into the lot, they steal a car, smash it through the front gate, and they run over and grab some other cars that weren't smashed into the gate, and they take off in those. And that happens about once a week, it seems, here in southeastern Michigan. It's in the news. But interestingly, a uh, car theft ring got busted up recently in the most unusual way. And it answers a lot of questions we had about where these cars were going. Postal worker holdup leads to muscle car theft ring arrests. Corey Williams wrote this for the Associated Press. Thieves are using cloned key fobs to steal Dodge muscle cars and other high-powered vehicles directly from dealerships and even automakers in Michigan, then selling them for tens of thousands of dollars less than their value, according to authorities and court records. For one Ohio-based theft ring, it all came crashing down after a January holdup of a U.S. postal worker led authorities to connect several men to brazen car thefts in the Detroit area, long home to the country's biggest automakers, including Dodge, which is now owned by international conglomerate Stellantis. And uh, pro tip, when people get robbed and they call the police, the police will come out and do what they can. When a postal worker gets robbed, they notify the authorities, and it's a federal entity that will investigate. So you don't want to rob a postal worker. Again, pro tip. Investigators then discovered that new Chargers, Challengers, Durangos, and Ram pickups worth fifty dollars to $100,000 each were turning up in Ohio, Indianapolis, and East Coast shipping ports after being sold on the street for $3,000 to $15,000 each, according to a criminal complaint. We can guess that the East Coast shipping ports uh, were involved here because people want to get these cars out of the country where it might be easier to put them on the streets in another country without having the correct paperwork, okay? Thieves in the Detroit area are primarily going after Dodge vehicles with Hellcat engines, and, and why wouldn't they? Uh, those are the fast ones, according to a sergeant with the Macomb Auto Theft Squad. Macomb County is a county just north of Detroit, they often refer to Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb counties as the, uh, the, the tri-county area. Wayne County is where Detroit is, and Oakland County is just north of that where I spend a lot of my time. Uh, if a patrol car gets them, they're not stopping, and they're faster than patrol cars. They're 150 miles per hour all day, he said. So what happens is someone reports one of these cars stolen. The police go, oh, there it goes, and they pull out after it, and it gets away. Instead of stealing them off the street, they're driving them straight off dealership and assembly plant lots. Just this year, about a half a dozen, primarily Dodge Ram TRX pickups, were taken from a lot outside an assembly plant in Macomb County. And uh, Ford's also been hit a few times as well, but, but a lot of them appears were these uh, uh, Stellantis vehicles. 
After security measures were stepped up at some lots of Dodge vehicles, more than a dozen Ford F-150 Raptor pickup trucks were swiped from a plant lot in June in suburban Dearborn, which is in Wayne County. More than a dozen Ford Mustangs were stolen in early September from the automaker's assembly plant in Flat Rock. Thieves have targeted Dodges by using handheld electronic pro pads, a locksmith tool that can clone keys by plugging into interior ports in the vehicles, according to the federal complaint in the Ohio case. Authorities weren't looking for stolen vehicles when they stopped a man on January 31st after a postal worker in Shaker Heights was robbed at gunpoint of a mailbox key. Court records show that a search of that man's car and then his home turned up not just stolen mail, bogus checks, credit cards, debit cards, and a Ram pickup, a Range Rover SUV, and a Dodge Hellcat, all stolen. So he and others were indicted in federal court in Ohio in June. Uh, Several of them were charged with conspiracy and interstate transport of stolen vehicles. Again, getting back to those of you who watched uh, shows like, you know, Hawaii Five-0 or or perhaps even, I don't know, The Untouchables. If you cross state lines, (laughs) it's going to get complicated. And here we have the interstate transport of stolen vehicles. Uh, A few of them are also charged with mail theft. And their trials are scheduled for next year. Now, one of their attorneys declined comment. The Associated Press left email and phone messages seeking comment from the other attorneys. Um, one man told the FBI that he and another had been in contact through Instagram with people in the Detroit area to get stolen vehicles, according to the complaint. He said those thieves were also selling to buyers in other areas, including Chicago and Indianapolis. Videos posted on social media show how the high-horsepower vehicles outpaced and evaded police. A judge stated in a detention order that the man drove a 2022 Dodge Challenger valued at $95,000 at 120 miles per hour down Ohio's State Route 2 on a Sunday evening in February, which to many people sounds like just a good old Sunday afternoon drive, but technically that's illegal. Spike strips were eventually needed to remind him that the law required him to comply with police orders. <laughs> the judge wrote in an opinion. About two years ago, police in Ohio's Ottawa County began noticing the vehicles blasting along Route 2. The sheriff's office got calls about reckless driving, a captain said. These cars are doing 140 to 150. All have the Hellcat engines. We had a lot of pursuits, but we did not catch them all. Some of them will get away. Investigators learned the vehicles mostly were being stolen in the Detroit area and taken to Cleveland. Some were destined for Memphis also. So he said, we started working with Stellantis in early 2022. They would call us and tell us we have these cars missing. Meanwhile, Stellantis declined to comment because this is one they really can't win on. There's there's nothing they can say here that's going to help them. So just don't comment. Added security measures at some lots have included concrete barriers, according to law enforcement. Then last fall, a dealership showroom northwest of Detroit was broken into and someone drove a Ram pickup through the building's glass wall and all the other cars followed out said the general manager of Schott Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Highland Township. I think they're able to find some keys in a desk drawer and use them. And Highland Township is in the northwest corner of Oakland County. I only mention it because Highland is where the Highland House is, my favorite restaurant on earth. Police tracked one of the stolen cars 
a Durango Hellcat SRT valued at about $100,000, to a suburb northwest of Detroit. The driver had crashed into a brick wall and uh, a 2021 Dodge Durango GT, a 2021 Dodge Ram TRX, and a 2017 Dodge Charger Hellcat SRT were later recovered, but one of them had crashed into a brick wall. Authorities arrested four people. They were not believed to have stolen the vehicles, but to have paid $5,000 for one of them. In the Detroit area, they're selling them for as little as $3,500. Once they get that money in their pockets, they go out and steal another one. For dealerships and their insurance companies, the cost is high. Even recovered vehicles can't be sold for what they were once worth. Uh, one man said his dealership came up with an old-school solution, parking boots. They're actually booting cars on their own lot. He said, it's a deterrent that works amazingly. We put boots on all the Hellcats. Hellcats are wearing boots. Now, an interesting comment in there caught my attention. Because it says here that even recovered vehicles can't be sold for what they were once worth. And uh, I got news for you. Why not? And I know some of you say, Steve, car, once it's stolen, you can't sell that car as new. Yeah, you can. In Michigan, you can. Absolutely, you can all day long, and they do it all day long. So if the car gets returned, and it's let's let's go with the first scenario where someone steals the car off the lot using a a key fob that they found inside the car. So the car is not damaged. Car is driven off the lot, 120 miles an hour. Cops manage to get the person to stop without using spike strips, and the person stops and they get arrested. Car gets returned to the dealership. They can sell that car tomorrow as new because it has not been previously titled. All day long, there's not a law against it. And in fact, there have been cases in Michigan where people got upset because they bought cars they found out had been stolen off the lot before they bought the car and had been damaged and repaired without any disclosure of the repaired damage. And after several of those cases made the news, the uh, Detroit Area Dealers Association and some other lobbying groups uh, worked real hard overtime and got a bill passed that says that they are not required to disclose pre-delivery damage unless it exceeds a certain dollar amount and or the certain percentage of the purchase price of the vehicle. And so in my first hypothetical, where the car is stolen but not damaged, they can bring the car back and go, yeah, the car's got 12 miles on it, and they can still sell it as new. Now, those 12 miles might have been done by a thief at 120 miles an hour, you can do the math on that. You know, two trains leave, one Paris, one leaves from New York. When will they pass each other? Um, so <clears throat> they can sell those cars. Now, a bigger issue is if the cars get damaged. And the question is how much damage gets done to the cars. Uh, then you got to start looking at the percentage of the price and so on and so forth. But, but for dealerships and their insurance companies, the cost is high. Even recovered vehicles can't be sold for what they once were worth. Many of them can be. That statement is simply incorrect. That's all. So I'm, I'm not faulting the guy for not knowing that. It's a common misconception. And um, I've had arguments with people about this on the internet ever since I've been on the internet. And going back to my days at Jalopnik, when I wrote articles for Jalopnik, I once did a story about a car that was stolen off a lot and then resold. And I got all kinds of people, including a guy who told me, he goes, Steve, he goes, I work for a car company and I know that you're wrong. I wrote him back and said, I'm an attorney. I know you're wrong. And although he thought that was a tie, I was right. So it's a crazy story, though. The cars are actually being sold for as little as $3,500. Downside is, one, it's stolen. And two, you don't have the paperwork for it. So uh, you could 
part the car out, as they say, or chop it up uh, and you know get some value out of it that way. But it's really difficult to get the full value out of a $100,000 car that you stole. So there you go. But it all started because somebody foolishly robbed a postal worker. And that's when the investigation gets intense. So postal worker holdup leads to muscle car theft ring arrest. Corey Williams from the Associated Press. Dennis, Conrad, Sue, Stephen of the PH, Mr. Phil, and George all sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A man is also known by the company he dodges.